with the captain Ottawa If you didn't know that's in Canada It's a Brit with the Cap in Canada. Canada Hello and welcome to the Brit with the Cap podcast With me, your host, Sophie DeSalis, aka Brit with the Cap This podcast offers an insight into the lives of newbies in Canada With some questionable banter and obviously great choice in headwear I will be interviewing some of the lovely people I met on Exchange, discussing all that we're up to and giving a rundown of what's going down in Ottawa Town. This week, we're going to get political, and my guest could not be more qualified for this episode. No, it's not Justin Trudeau, but his younger, more swish and British version, Jamie Gardner. Another politics and parliamentary studies student at the University of Leeds, Jamie is the counterpart to my guest from last week, Rebecca also spending most of his time working for an MP at the Canadian Parliament. This is just his first part of his year-long placement away from Leeds. Jamie will sadly be leaving us next semester and leaving Canada for the gritty heart of British politics to Parliament in Westminster. Jamie is also an amazing musician, providing the music to my lyrics in the beautiful <laughs> Brit with a Cap jingle. So lovely to have you on the show. Welcome, Jamie. Hi there, Sophie. Thank you for having me. That was far too nice an introduction. Oh, well, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say the jingle's too amazing. I don't but, think I, I attribute the success of the podcast so far to you. Well, yeah. so. well now I'm here, I'm just kind of running the whole show. I'm the music, I'm yeah. the guest. And, yeah, you're yeah. everything. So first things first, obviously we're talking about politics, but can we talk about what your degree in? Okay, so basically they... Take some politics students at Leeds mm-hmm. and they say to you, do you want to work for an MP for a year in your third year at uni? And they also offer the option to go abroad to work for an MP somewhere else until second year of university, until like halfway through second year. Mm-hmm. It was we could work, go work for a congressperson yep. in the US as well. Um, but that changed, mm-hmm. hence me being here. <laughs> so you didn't choose Canada? Uh, Canada wasn't my first choice. I wanted, I wanted to go to the US because like, it's the prestige yeah, of like, the whole thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. And also, like... The biggest superpower in the yeah, world. Yeah, but then like just kind of a bunch of things happened, like Trump, mm-hmm. namely. And basically, the university that Leeds was partnered with, they were like, we can't deal with the Trump administration and with the like the processes that you have to go through to get a student visa to get someone working in congress it's all too much mm-hmm. so they pulled out the agreement mm-hmm. and then it was like well it's canada or it's the uk <laughs> um so yeah so legally that's why i'm here yes well mm-hmm. i'm glad you are how are you enjoying working in parliament it's it's fantastic like it's so interesting and the first few weeks were scary but fun um and just odd like mm-hmm. I feel like all parliaments are just kind of odd places because, like, MPs do a job that really no one else does. Yeah. Uh, I never really understood it until seeing it. Like, I've read a lot about it in our classes at Leeds, mm-hmm. but just seeing how hectic their lives are is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, my MP, she flies six hours every week to her constituency and then back again. She lives in two time zones, doesn't okay. sleep. Yeah. and works and it's a bit crazy sleeps breathes politics yeah like lives the job yeah like even when she like goes like to the supermarket that's the job mm. she's she's on the job in the supermarket meeting people that's because crazy. it never stops what kind of jobs do you do it's um 
Here is kind of a little bit of everything. Are you the bitch of the I am. I am the intern, so I'm the bitch. Yeah. I'm, I'm not just the bitch of my office, I'm the bitch of any office that is just like, because <laughs> they're all fighting for interns, and like, it's a crazy thing about, mm. about what I found out about Canadian Parliament. I think from what I've heard from the people I know working in Westminster Parliament, mm. who are the other people that do my course, yeah. it kind of works the same in Westminster Parliament, that the actual admin of like our political system is run by 18 to 24 year olds <laughs> running about printing stuff for mm. MPs and for like committees and stuff yeah. and so the way that it actually works the cogs are just interns who yeah. are at university or like just out of university um, so that was quite a surprise yeah. um, so they're always fighting for interns so I'm like I'm doing constituency work mm. every so often I'll get thrown um, particularly interesting cases um, and often I also do like policy work as well. Mm-hmm. RMP is particularly busy right now on like seniors issues. And then I also do committee work. So it's just, it's really whatever they want to throw me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it seems like I'm getting a little bit of everything, yeah, which is nice. Amazing experience. Can you give us a kind of quick breakdown of Canadian politics? Because I think everyone outside of Canada kind of glorifies and sees Canada and Canadian politics as this amazing utopian yeah. place because you see Justin Trudeau looking yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful and so liberal and yeah, blah, blah. I, I think yeah. yeah I think you kind of hit the nail on the head we kind of look at the state Britain is in and mm. especially for young people because I think well, I mean, mo- nearly a lot of us voted against Brexit yeah. and we find kind of the state of things right now to be a bit alarming mm-hmm. um, and we look at Canada and we think here's a handsome young vibrant politician in a country that's just legalized marijuana yeah. doing things that we kind of like yeah things that we like we to see progressive to, politics yeah, yeah. um but i know since being here it's it's not quite like yeah. that i mean canadians themselves which is a good i think always a good telling sign of how a political system's working they hate um their political system they hate their parliament mm-hmm. they don't really like justin trudeau either yeah. and like i think the liberal government is kind of like it's kind of got like that. It looks like it's what you want, mm. and Justin Trudeau fits that. He looks like what you want from a yeah, politician. Completely, it's the um, image. Yeah, but they do a lot of things that you just like think and go, "Wait a minute, that kind of contrasts what I mm. thought what he was about before." So, like for example, um, they've just agreed to open up a massive oil pipeline out west, and after not consulting properly with like indigenous um, nations yeah. out there and peoples and. Everyone's a bit annoyed about that, and the court ruled it unconstitutional. Um, another example is um, they just decided that instead of like fixing poverty, they just like redetermine what poverty meant. They mm. like changed the definition of it, okay. which meant that if you were once poor, you're now if you're once like quite poor, mm-hmm. you're now not defined as poor anymore because you don't fall under the line, uh-huh. which means that you're not going to receive the benefits that you oh, once received. So, yeah, so they're changing the so, boundaries yeah. of what is considered. So yeah, it's just things like that, and you're like, hmm, that's not what I thought about Canada. Can you compare Canadian politics to the... It's a bit of an odd thing here, because we in the UK, we have a very clear split between a, so- a party with socialist backgrounds, um, born out of kind of like trade unions, mm. and a tra- yeah, yeah. labour, exactly, and a traditional kind of upper-class party from the upper classes, mm-hmm. conservatives, Tories, what yeah. they used to be called. Um, whereas that doesn't really exist here. There yeah. isn't really, it's kind of similar to the way in America as well. Yeah. But I, I guess, guess to a lesser extent, there's not really a real socialist mm. party 
kind of the NDP, which is the party on the left. Mm -hmm. They're about the size of kind of like the SNP in our parliament, so they're kind of like the third party. They're the most left-leaning major party, mm -hmm. but again, they're, they're not as far left as Jeremy Corbyn's Labour. No. And Trudeau is kind of right in the middle. Yeah. He's kind of like a Liberal Democrat. Yeah. Um, or would you say kind of new Labour-esque? I think so, yeah. He's got a bit of kind of like early Tony Blair vibe mm. about him, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. Back when Tony Blair was cool. <laughs> yeah. Once upon a time. Yeah, that was a time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, could you say he was handsome? I don't know, probably I don't know. not. I, I, I don't think really he think was, he was ever handsome. Well, no, but I, I guess he was well, against John Major, maybe a bit more... Yeah, comparison, yeah. <laughs> if that's what you're being compared yeah, to. I mean, yeah. And then on the right, they've got their own Conservative Party, which is, I guess I'd say, kind of more socially right than ours. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we don't really have a big debate about abortion in the UK within our Conservative Party. There's this individual MPs. Um, they're very stances on abortion within that party but here the conservative party it's like a big debate within that party whether they're pro um or against abortion yeah so is that entwined with religion well i, I actually have noticed that i feel religion is a bigger thing christianity specifically is the biggest thing for me maybe because i've seen lots of churches i really like I'm Jewish, so I yeah. know nothing about churches. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not very good at spotting churches, but like, I feel like you're right. Yeah, there is, um, I think there's kind of a much stronger strand of Christianity here. I'm just thinking of the US political system because there's a big Christian. Yeah, evangelical. Yeah, even, yeah. yeah. But that's kind of like part of Canadian politics as it is. It's just kind of, it's so US influenced, mm. the culture, the politics, yeah, the languages. Yeah. yeah. The US kind of like overshadows everything here Completely. in a weird way like more than kind of like I would say that how like Europe kind of like overshadows Britain in some kind of ways yeah how it dominates us we take for granted maybe the parliament is based on yeah. the British parliament yeah. so there are two chambers mm -hmm. like House of Lords House of Commons well they don't call it the Lords they call it the Senate oh right, okay but, but, but basically visually, it's the same even visually it looks the same yeah yeah if you do your tour around Parliament, um, mm -hmm. it, yeah, it looks yeah. Awesome. Which I can give because I now have a pass and I can wander about yeah. wherever I want, <laughs> which okay. is nice. Um, but yeah, it is, it's very similar. I think the actual Parliament building looks like a bit of a shit version of ours, yeah. if I'm honest. It's like, it's miniaturised. There's not quite a big kind of like clock tower, no. um, like Big Ben. They have just, a fake Big Ben. Yeah, but there's no clock on it. It's oh, just a big tower. Tall. Yeah. I just don't. I'm which just... is Which is a bit rubbish. And it's not even that tall. No. And strangely enough, nothing in Ottawa is allowed to be taller than that tower. Uh, no building. Yeah, and so everything's yeah. a bit flat. Everything's a bit flat, except for there's one building here on campus. Um, and because of, like, because Carlton University lies on a hill, oh. that building is actually taller than way. the tower. Okay. Um, but a bit controversial, you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Carlton. <laughs> Carlton breaking the rules. Yeah. Um, there's very strong party kind of division, a bit like our own system. Are you excited to compare how UK Parliament will be, or do you think it will be that obviously um, maybe bigger? I think from like because I, I have one class here at Carlton, mm. um, which can be a bit of a pain because like I have to study, I have to do like midterms and stuff, mm. and but also then I have to like I have like work assignments that yeah. have deadlines, which I, is a bit I'm odd. I'm completely in awe of you because <laughs> yeah, Rebecca and I are in a weird situation. Yeah. <laughs> We we have to do that in the UK. No, no. Okay. When we're in the UK, we just work. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've been learning in this class that basically 
they all love the British system. Mm. And they all think that if Canada had the British system, it'd be fantastic. Whereas like, I'm like, well, what's the big difference between the two? Mm. Basically, Canadian, the power of like the individual Canadian MP is so minuscule. Even like compared to RMPs, which are pretty mm. hindered to do much at all. Yeah, completely, you kind of tend to vote for the party rather yeah. than. Yeah, but even so, but like in the UK, we see like our parties like doing like split votes. Like mm. there was like Labour Party split over Syria yeah. to whether to expand kind of like bombing to Syria. Mm-hmm. So that was like an example of that. But here, you can't vote against your party oh, at all. The like, whip is it's very strict. Yeah, is there like, even like you, a like, whip? Are there whips? Yeah, yeah, there's a very strong whip system. Okay. It's um like you can vote against your party, but it's really very unheard of. It's not common. Okay. MPs might do it like once or twice during their entire mm. careers. And when they do, I'm I'm sure it's a big Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. And if and if you do vote against your party, sometimes they have to resign from being a member of that party. Like it's it's kind of crazy and we don't really have that at yeah. all in the UK in that way. So mm. yeah. So, we just had local election. Yeah. Um, what I find funny is that they ask you if they can put a sign on your lawn. <laughs> so uh, some people have so many signs on their like front lawns. For different parties. Yeah, for different parties. <laughs> yeah, you, you can just have like, oh, I could have them all. I could have Teresa, Jeremy. Do they, do they pay you for that? Do you get paid to have signs on your lawn, maybe? Uh, maybe. I don't know why you'd have like different signs <laughs> of people you didn't really support yeah. and actually just like didn't maybe, care yeah. or didn't know. Maybe just uh, I like to be, I don't know. Like to inform people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, promote politics. Civic duty. Well, you'll be... Um, in the UK Parliament during Brexit. I mean, sorry, I said I wasn't going to talk about Brexit, but Here I just you thought are. you're. I just find that so crazy that you'll yeah, be there it's... in such a well on the Friday, the 29th of March. Apparently, that's when we're leaving. That's, although that's apparently what's going to happen, but yeah. something could happen until I mean, then. We don't really know probably, that. Hopefully, a referendum, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, um, <laughs> these are obviously my views of the podcast, so anyone else can join yeah. the debate. <laughs> well, I'm not going to debate you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I'm yeah. cool with that. So I feel like Brexit just like creeps into every conversation mm, know, now, just like yeah. whatever. But I really have no clue what's going to happen. Like, say, like, for, like there could be a general election, mm. and so like I could be like working in Parliament, and then they would just be like, oh, general election has been called. Mm. You're going to go off to the constituency now and campaign yeah. for the next of for the next part of your placement, and that'll yeah. be it. Like, personally, I'd rather not be campaigning yeah because, you like, can do that yeah. i'll campaign at the next election when it like is like meant to happen yeah. um and like i won't really ever get a chance to work in parliament yeah, again so really, yeah i'd like to take that opportunity and not have to be campaigning mm, but like because you can do that yeah independently can, of, yeah. of your placement yeah. i can campaign in any election yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, that's what i'll do but yeah. well if you become a politician maybe yeah that is not that is no that's not <laughs> I'd <laughs> there's a darker side to Canadian politics Mm -hmm. I guess even in Ontario for example Doug Ford is kind of the been dubbed the Trump of Canada he's Canada's Trump yeah which Mm. is crazy but he's yeah he's an interesting fella he is Mm. he is a very interesting guy a bit like Trump in that way he's just like but like kind of like all kind of like populist candidates and politicians even though they wouldn't call themselves politicians, yeah. but they are. He's he's a premier of Ontario. He's a politician. Yeah, he can just uh, take. Yeah. Like say anything. He yeah, it's um. He's an interesting character. He's done some like he's just also like he's just done some like really questionable things since mm-hmm. he was in office. So for example, it was like on his mandate, 
um, that he wanted to at some point reduce the size of um, Toronto's, I think it's, I don't know what they call it, like their town assembly or something, their city assembly. But basically he did it like a week before the election was meant to occur for that, for that like assembly. And that meant that half the people, that the people voting, half of them just lost their councillors. Yeah, they didn't realise what they were voting. So yeah, like more more than that, like they didn't have representatives anymore. Their, Their entire like constituency had just been like doubled which meant that their own ability to, like, go to a representative and be like, here's an issue, has just been, like, halved, because yeah. you're now having to share that person's compete, time. Compete with other people. Yeah, and so a court was like, that's unconstitutional, and he used a really unknown part of the Canadian constitution to overturn that, and everyone was like, well, that's just, like, shouldn't be allowed. Mm. Um, yeah, and he got away with it, and that was that. Mm. Yeah, he's an yes. interesting guy. As well as that, I guess the Indigenous people the way they've been treated um i had no idea Mm -hmm. how badly it's crazy awful like residential schools Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that they basically took indigenous children from their parents sent them to i get guess what they kind of boarding schools yeah boarding schools more like actually internment camps in reality yeah and taught them english erased their culture yeah basically and they weren't allowed to speak in their Native, native languages. languages and when they go like were returned home they couldn't speak to their, their parents, parents. Their family so they couldn't connect their culture yeah. History, yeah and a complete whitewashing yeah whitewashing of culture and yeah people people yeah yeah so it's yeah i mean the the residential schools is, is just like one part of this long history yeah. of of genocide really like of cultural and actual like physical genocide of yeah. Tons of people. Complete eradication of culture, and obviously there've been attempts to kind of reconnect with that and re-establish mm-hmm. um, indigenous culture and efforts to kind of reintegrate them. Yeah, re- re-inter- but only since the nineties, mm, which like, is ridiculous. We're like we're really not talking a long time ago. No. Here. The last residential school closed in like I think it was nineteen ninety seven. You'll be right. Okay, You've well, done your research. Well, no, done yeah. <laughs> it's either ninety six or ninety seven. Yeah, which is like so. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's the year it's we were born. Like yeah. how crazy? Well, I was I'm, born. I'm a youngin. <laughs> yeah, you are a youngin. But, but when I was born, <laughs> so old. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's just I think also you forget how new. Canada is as a country as well because yeah it's only 80s Canada's independence yeah 1980s being kind of like pretty sovereign here for mm. a long time yeah as a nation Canada yeah. is like 150 years yeah. old um mm-hmm. but yeah it's crazy because yeah. and I guess that's why everyone you meet is like oh I have a grandmother in Scotland oh exactly. my god my it's family. crazy everyone has some family in the UK yeah and I'm just mm-hmm. like oh you you want to go to England okay yeah <laughs> and it's yeah. yeah it's just um complete kind of yeah yeah like, but also on the indigenous peoples yeah. first first nations they call them here yeah. amongst like other things like metis and inuits yeah with other groups mm-hmm. i just think that like it's a debate that we need to be having in the uk mm. and i was thinking about this the other day i was thinking we're part of this history oh, like yeah we're, we're we're the settlers that, oh, yeah. that came to canada and yeah we don't it's not something that we discuss in the uk like oh, we don't yeah. we don't talk about colonialism really at all and like when we do we glorify the british empire yeah, instead well, of talking about the truths of what it did to people yeah well um, mind you you're telling me like my study history and when i do british history it just 
it makes you depressed because you just every single venture it's Britain entering a country and raping it of all of its of everything, of everything. Yeah. its resources its culture its people its people yeah it's and I think we need to kind of check ourselves a bit more. expand that discussion it, I think oh completely bring it and again with all these um I think pardons and apologies I think it needs to go further but Canada at least had started that process whereas yeah, there's not even a discussion yeah. that's being had in the UK. Mm. But like, yeah. I know I think it's all kind of a bit fake that mm. how much yeah. they really respect and treat the indigenous peoples. Mm-hmm. Like the pipeline, I guess that's I one example. Briefly, yeah. yeah, it's they didn't consult them. They said they did, but really, mm. they just send like really junior members of the civil service who literally took notes, mm-hmm. and then that was it. And like consult- consultation needs to be like a discussion with like decision makers and debate mm-hmm. and so yeah it's just another way to you know exploit fuck over people yeah. that have been fucked over for hundreds of years yeah, yeah. <sighs> white people <laughs> pretty much you talked about the pipeline are there any kind of major things that are going on in Canadian politics at the moment um, I think one of the major major things that um, is happening right now is to do with the US midterms. Oh, of course, I mean yeah. like I know it's not Canadian per but se, but everything in the US affects okay. things here. <laughs> yeah. Um it's an it's an odd setup really. Mm. Um but seeing what happens to the Trump administration in the next two years before the next election will really, really affect um how Canada kind of like progresses with mm. the Trump administration because they've already had Lots of falling out, to say yeah. the least, between Trudeau and Trump. They're not friends at yeah. all. Oh, yeah, I think he um, makes it very clear that the... No, yeah. And Canadians hate Trump. Hate Trump, yeah. yeah. But, like, Trudeau is, like, he's on, he's on such a fine line where he's, like, got to be respectful to Trump to mm. an extent because I, mean, I would reckon they're the biggest trading partner. Oh, completely, and, yeah. Well, and the whole history has been... like, Well, Canada is shaped by kind of either... Britain or the US. That's yeah, how. A little it, bit of France. Yeah, with a little Quebec, bit of France. Yeah, yeah well, no, so like, I, one of my modules is Canadian international policy, and literally the whole degree is, uh, the whole module is just so kept like this. Uh, this, yeah. uh, this uh, prime minister was basically trying to gain influence with the US, or this yeah, was influenced by yeah. the UK. And I guess that's why Canada only gained full independence yeah. into like, the 1980s, because they didn't they, they weren't ready for it and also they mm-hmm. couldn't get it so in the midterms mm. if so depending on how much the democratic house of representatives can start to really tarnish the represent the reputation of the trump administration which is already pretty tarnished mm. um, that's going to determine how far um, trudeau will move against trump Mm. And it'll be interesting to see kind of the lines that he picks of where to speak out against Trump in terms of like international debates, like climate change and things like that. Um, and also things that are just kind of like part of um, big debates globally that we're having, like the Me Too movement and things like that, mm. which obviously relates to Trump and his actions. <laughs> um, but yeah, the more that Trump gets tarnished, it's going to be interesting to see how Trudeau deals with that. Mm. And it also kind of, the, 20, the midterms also kind of determine who's going to run 
the president mm. against Trump as well. It's a big kind of, big, it's a big indicator. Yeah, but the Democrats don't really have a figureheads at the Not moment, really. which is... Yeah, it's a bit odd. Yeah, really and they, strange. Yeah. yeah, and they should really have one by now. Well, yeah. it's kind of hard to in the US political system because you don't have a shadow president. No. You've got a president and that's it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, but there's some people, there's Cory Booker mm. um, is one of the ones that's looking kind of like you could, like Kamala Harris, maybe Joe Biden's been talking about it. Oh, really? There's been talk of Joe Biden. Oh, I love him. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen pictures Joe. of him with um, ice cream? He loves ice cream. I will link in the bio. It's great. Sounds beautiful. Uh, so if, if Trump goes, mm. then, then yeah, then the whole relationship with Canada obviously changes. Mm, completely. And it's crazy to think that just every two years it will change because of the midterms and then yes. the elections and cycle. Have you actually met Trudeau? Have you seen Trudeau? Um, I have seen Trudeau on multiple occasions mm. in Parliament, um, which is it's just strange running into him, because literally one time I actually almost did run into him. Yeah. Um, I was, so the first time I saw him, I went to question period. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like question time? Yeah, okay. it's their equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sitting there and sure enough, very he goes, he stands up, he does his questions yeah. and answers, gives his fake bullshit answers, like every question. Oh, yeah, question every um, yeah. and another time I saw him, the time I almost ran into him, I was late to go to, there was like a photo opportunity thing with lots of, um, veterans who were going to Prince Harry's Invictus Games okay. and so Team Canada was just about to leave to go to Australia yeah. to compete and all the MPs had sent their staff there to try and like grab uh, soldiers yeah, basically to have pictures with them which is yeah. it's so cynical and just yeah. kind of like <laughs> so we had two from our constituency and so it was my job to go find them so I went in with just their names on a sheet of paper and yeah. had to like talk to people to find them and I'm running in because I'm late and I'm worried that the soldiers are going to go. Yeah. Um, I literally run in red-faced um, and I look up and it, Trudeau is like three feet away from me and I was just about to run into him if I didn't look up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, it's the Prime Minister. Yeah. I just look around and his security is like looking and he's like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> step away from Yeah, just... I'll take a step away from running up to yeah. Justin Trudeau. Oh, wow. um, and yeah, I ran into him earlier this week. Mm. Not like he was still. No, I was just wandering through the um, one of like the walkways in Parliament, and he's there giving a giving a speech to a group of kids, a group oh. of primary school children, which was very sweet to see. Um, what a man! But what, also, what a man! The man of the legend. Yeah. But like but also, also yeah. we've spoken about. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just can't help falling. <laughs> yeah, seeing children with kids is hard not to. Exactly. Be like. So now it's time for your woo girl moment of the week. Any woo girl moments? So this week, well, I guess seeing Trudeau was a was another woo girl moment. Yes. But I'd say my moment of the week was yesterday night, where we ended up at a Canadian house party. Yeah. Freeze, and it was something else. Just so Canadian. Yeah, I mean, um, I was just so surprised. Yeah, funny there, was, there was this one guy, like he was like a living meme. Uh-huh. Is how I, I was like thinking about him. Yeah. Like every time a song came on, like he would just dance, like from like what you'd see, like Any on like meme videos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or like Vine. Oh, like yeah, yeah like Vine. 
So I was like, wow, this is this is something. And then I ended up playing beer pong with this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, now could I get any more Canadian yeah. right now? I feel like... Uh, you were so, the, yeah, you, you were really I, embracing it. I was gosh. really embracing it. And he kept... I got really... I was getting really annoyed with him during the beer pong, though, because he, he kept shouting all these rubbish rules at me, yeah. like... I got this cup, so I need to do this now. And I get like, yeah, I was like, shut up. If you get it in the cup, you just like take <laughs> away the cup. Yeah, yeah well, you meant the drink. And then well, yeah, and the cups are, the cups are filled water. with water. Yes, water. I went to drink one of the cups, oh, and he was no. like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's beer pong. Yeah. You drink the beer in the yeah, cup. Beer pong. You but know. it was water. So that was a, that was a disappointment on my Google moment. But okay. Feeling like a Canadian, like a proper Canadian, <laughs> Canadian was my Google moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd say mine was also at the house party because our friend had asked, like, can we put some requests on? And so we came up with a list, <laughs> as you do. Um, I think we'll see American Boy was on there, classic. Of course. Um, I, I decided to keep it kind of on... Bye. Yeah, good vibe. And then one of my friends suggested Whitney Houston, so I was like, of course, of course. love a bit of Whitney. Whitney. Whitney came on, and a girl was like... Uh, where's the phone? Where's the phone? I need to like change this. And, uh, I was like, oh, okay. Look, it's over here. Like, what's wrong? Yeah. And she's like, the music's just too white. I was like, it's Whitney. <laughs> it's Whitney. Okay, she's a black woman, but uh, I guess you know appeals to a white demographic. But anyway, that was uh, my Ruga yeah. moment of the week. One odd moment. <laughs> one odd moment. I was just like, okay, no Whitney for us. Do you have a karaoke go to? I do. My go-to karaoke is Living on a Prayer. Oh, John is Bovey it? Oh, I love it. On Jovi. Yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's a classic karaoke yeah. song. But I just I just love the energy of it. And like, there's a moment right at the end where there's a key change mm. where it just kind of steps up and it just... And like, I can't sing it anyway. Like, I can't <laughs> sing anyway. Yes, you can. We know from the podcast you can. <laughs> you know I can't from the podcast. <laughs> and it just can like... It just... It just sounds even more ridiculous at that yeah. point, and that's yeah, that's my favorite point of it. Oh, well, I think yeah, it's a classic for a reason. Now it's time for a rundown of what's going down in Ottawa Town. Exciting news, folks! The Backstreet Boys are coming to Ottawa. Just over fifteen years since the band formed in Orlando, Florida, the boys are embarking on their biggest stadium tour in eighteen years, in support of a new album, DNA. On Friday, the album single Chances was released, and the album is set to be released on the 25th of January. The DNA tour will start in Europe in May and hit up Ottawa Town on the 14th of July at the annual Blues Fest. Latest plans for Ontario Open for Business signs will cost taxpayers more than $106,000. 25 blue and white road signs reading, Welcome to Ontario Open for Business are set to be installed at 18 locations near the Canadian-US border. The opposition are calling these signs a cheesy exercise in sloganeering that will do little to help the people of the province. Whilst Doug Ford, the Premier of Ontario, says it's a way to encourage economic development and is pleased with the signs. On seeing the signs, he said, that is nice, that is a quality sign. A live mouse was reportedly found in a bread bag at North Braille's grocery store in Hamilton, Ontario. The grocery store chain, which is owned by the supermarket giant Loblaws, has apologised to, to a customer who found a mouse in the package of bread she was about to purchase earlier this week. Loblaws spokeswoman Karen Gums said in response to the incident, We are taking this matter very, very seriously 
and investigating all potential causes, and that we apologise to our customers for the concern and inconvenience this has caused. The woman in question has stated that she was shocked and, of course, disgusted, adding that we'd now be checking her groceries more quite closely. Now it's time for our Ottawa Island gifts. What did you bring to Canada? What luxury items? Well, you've heard it already. Yes. Um, I brought my guitar to Canada. Mm. In fact, it's a... It's a tiny little guitar. It's called a guitar ukulele. Yeah. Um, because it's the size of a ukulele, but it's actually a guitar. Um, and I was for about the week before I came here. I was debating whether I'd bring it or not. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "What? How I spend most of my days when I'm not like working or like seeing people? I'm like, I'll be playing guitar probably. Yeah. So I was like, I probably need to bring yeah, it. Yeah. And best thing you ever brought, like best decision. Yeah. Unbelievably, I mean, like definitely. Yeah. I don't know what I like. I mean, I every know how time I feel my day. I see you in your flat, you just it's yeah. And what would you bring into Canada right now if you could? There's a couple things. Can I give you a couple things? Yes, you may. The first thing would be I bring an electric guitar to Canada. Okay, I need right, more yeah, guitars. Like, yeah, yeah. What I've got right now is just is it's, it's nice, but it's not enough. I've even considered like going out and like seeing if I can get the, the cheapest electric guitar and small amp I can buy. Okay, fair enough. Um, but. Since I'm only here till Christmas, mm-hmm. I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. If I do that, I can have that, it. that is really stupid if I do that. <laughs> so the other luxury I would bring, I don't know, you can't really transport it, okay. but like, I really want a proper pizza, like a real <laughs> good pizza. A good pizza, oh. Like, I went to the to Italy with yes, you yeah. just to get a good pizza, pizza and, it was and it was not a good pizza. It was subpar. It, it was, was, yeah. They like, they kind of like, their main pizzas here, they do, they're just kind of like deep dish Chicago yeah, style pizzas, yeah. which if you like that, then fair enough. Yeah. But I'm not a big fan of them. I'm more of a kind of like real classic thin crust yeah. Italian. Romana. Oh, yeah. Like pizza Express. Oh, don't even start like <laughs> withdrawals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really want a good pizza. Okay. And I'd probably take it on a plane with nice. me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to be your first dish, the like, first thing you'll have when you get back. Probably, yeah. Unless it's like a Mackey's drive through when I come out of the airport. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for um, having me on. Yeah. Okay, well, technically again, but... Um, yeah. You're... I'm on every week. Yeah, you are. You are like the ever-present... Second, second voice of Yeah, out. yeah, exactly. If you ever get bored of me, you have Jamie, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, thank you. And thank you. Yeah. I uh, hope you all, you guys enjoyed that, um, and I'll see you all next, next week. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe on iTunes and while you're at it, give it a raving review. I'm also on Instagram, so if you can't get enough, follow me on at Brit with a Cap. Thanks for listening.